them to bring out the snakes. strings. Next thing I know, they brought out the snakes. <laughs> Amen. We need the Holy Ghost. I'm just picking. No, I ain't just picking. That really happened. But we need the Holy Ghost. Amen. We need the power of God in our lives. Good to have Sheena with us. Uh, our cousin, Shorty Sperling's granddaughter. I believe that's the first time she's been with us. I appreciate her coming. Amen. I know some of you's like Annette. She said there's getting to be too many spurlings. Amen. But that'll be all right, too. Good to be in the house of the Lord to know. Names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. God's been good to us. Uh, I've never preached this message, but I can't say this tomorrow. Because I'm going to try. Amen. I'm going to try to do what God gave me to do. I thought about, I've been teaching on Timothy and Titus. And I thought about those. Uh, I looked it up one time there in Titus. And he said they were called Gauls. They came down out of Greece. And you know, we have no idea. I have no idea. I've been preaching a long time. But I have no idea what Paul went through there in Crete or what Timothy went through in Ephesus as they preached to these people. But I found out if I keep hanging around, I'm going to find out what it is to preach to that kind of people. Amen. Because evil is taking over in our land. <coughs> in our land today. Amen. Y'all pray for me uh, that I can get some good news Tuesday. They're supposed to call me at 1240, I believe what she said, and, and decide whether she's going to try to do injection in my vocal cord or not. Amen. So I, I, I left her some rules I was going to go by. So she may tell me to get it out of her hair. I don't know. But that'll be all right too. It don't matter. But I thought how serious these charges are. That's to a to a deacon and a pastor, and I'd been a deacon since 1968. And along in 1991, after Jackie Depp left here, God began to deal with me to pastor. And I'm gonna tell you, I about died with spinal meningitis before I'd say yes. So don't say no to God. You say no to God, it's trouble. It's trouble. I had headache 18 days and nights. Couldn't sleep. Hallucinated. DTs and everything else. Doctors couldn't find what was wrong. And I knew what it was. R-E-B-E-L-I-O-N. Rebellion. And there ain't no pill for it. They ain't no pill for rebellion. You know why America's in the shape they're in today? Rebellion. And there ain't no pill for it. 
You can go to the doctor and he'll send you to a specialist and it won't fix you. Amen. It won't fix you. It's obeying God is what helps us. I believe my throat's coming around. That's why I talk so much. If I don't talk, it just goes away. If I talk a little, it'll limber up. I need to exercise it. Amen. God's, God's good to us. Sixth chapter of Genesis. Sixth chapter of Genesis. I know I ain't never preached this. I'm positive of it. chapter of Genesis. This Old Testament is an example to us to show us to not go that way. Don't do this place. And he said in the first verse of the sixth chapter of Genesis, and it came to pass when men begin to multiply on the face of the earth. And daughters were born unto them. I watched the pretty little girls and the pretty little boys that came out of the back this morning, sit there, reached out, shook hands to some of them. And then I thought, I've read a couple of places in the manner in news lately where one had had 70-some molestation charges against the little young'uns. We just had one in Logap arrested with charges of sexual abuse, abuse and all of this to our young'uns that's went on for years. And they watch, and it's hard. It's hard to catch them. But I thought they, Satan puts in their mind that these little young'uns are so pretty. This is what you've got to have, just like he does a drunk or an alcoholic or a rapist or, or whatever it could be. And he said, and the daughters were born unto them. I want us to get this Second verse, real careful. I hope you can hear me. That the sons of God, the sons of God saw the daughters of men. The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fire and they took them wives of all which they chose. That's my message today, that the sons of God took the daughters of men, which they chose. God didn't choose them, they chose them. And I thought, why America is in the shape that we're in today, because we've done what we choose. We've went where we choose to go. Stayed as long as we choose to stay. Built on as we chose. 
talked as we chose, and we figured God would be there whenever we needed him. We figured he'd be right there waiting on us to save us when we needed him. We could serve other gods, marry other gods, walk with other gods, and still expect the real God to bless us. And that's where America is at today. I'm going to turn back one page, and I want us to get this. Let me read the second verse again. But he said, And that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fire, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And I don't know the amount of time here, but a great amount of time had went by because the people had multiplied. The sons of God had multiplied and the son, daughters of men had multiplied. So the earth was beginning to replenish. And he said in the fourth chapter, in the 16th verse, if you will, just one page back or maybe two pages back. And he said, Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. And we know that Adam and Eve were the parents of Cain. Cain killed his brother Abel, and he said he went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. He went out from under the presence of God. How did he go out from under the presence of God? Because he was jealous of his brother. He was jealous of what was going on. And he went out from under the presence of of God. And I want us to look, and this is not judging today, but I want us to take a quick flash of people we know that have went out from under the presence of God. And I'm going to tell you one of the greatest ways to go out from under of the presence of God is to begin to miss the services of God. And then we begin not to pray. I know I told Janet, I said, if I didn't pastor, I would not read as much as I read. I wouldn't seek God as much as I seek God. I know Bill. So how am I going to preach you this message this morning? God has dealt with my heart. Started in Matthew, run all the way back to Genesis before I could get a message. Amen. If we don't get from out from under the presence of God, the empty pews this morning, 
if you're not careful, they're out from under the presence of Almighty God, out from under the hand of God. I'm talking about the hand of God that saved us, the hand of God that's kept us, the hand of God that's given me health that I've got today. Not a doctor couldn't do it. Not a man couldn't do it. God gave me strength to be here in his house today. And how I can go out from under the presence of God and die in misery. Amen. Is to walk away from the commandments of God. Cain knew without a doubt, amen, that Abel was his brother. And he forgot what God had done for him. God had blessed him the same way. We have forgot what God has done for us and walked out from under the presence of Almighty God. We've been raised in the Bible Belt in America, a land flowing with milk and honey, with computers and cars and fine houses and medical situations and nursing homes and helps on every hand and social security uh, to feed the poor and to help those that fell on background. We've had an uplifting like no other nation has had and we have got half a under of the presence of Almighty God and started sitting under evil rulers and we're in trouble today. I may not live to see the trouble that's coming to America but it's coming fast, day by day. God didn't spare Sodom and Gomorrah, and he will not spare America. God will not aspire those aborting a little young ones and still saying they're children of God, doctors with education that's still performing abortions and leaders with education still passing laws that we can do abortions and kill our babies, and God ain't going to continue how to put up with it. Amen. And he said, I've just read to you, God, said Cain went out from under the presence of the Lord. <clears throat> Jump down to the 25th verse in the 4th chapter, and it said, Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son, and called his name Seth. For God said, for God said, She hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And listen to this 26th verse. And he said, And to Seth, to him also, there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. And men begin to call upon the name of the Lord. We go back to the sixth chapter, and he said, Of the sons of God saw the daughters of men. And as we looked at this, I see that the daughters of men were under, there were Canaanites raised up under the Canaanites. And there was polygamy, there was all kind of sex acts. And God said to the people, He said, It'll be measured back to you if you kill Cain. Cain said, the punishment is more than I can handle. And God gave, uh, gave Adam and Eve 
another son named saith glory to God and the and the spirit and the name of the Lord and they begin to men begin to call upon the name of the Lord so I see that the sons of God here saw the daughters of Canaanites and I believe that these sons of sons of God were were the men of saith as the spirit of God saith begin to use of the word of God and the spirit of God and to come back under the leadership of God yet there were daughters of Cain out there that were beautiful just like it is today neighbor my friend there's nothing prettier than a pretty woman except a godly pretty woman amen Amen. And we all men, we know that. My friend, and these sons of God begin to look on the Canaanites, the, the little daughters of Cain, and they begin to get into sin and to choose that that God had forbid them to take off, that God had forbid them out of food with ungodly things. And that law is still in the land today. It's still in the books. It's still uh, in the Word of God in the New Testament not to be unequally yoked together but we're choosing what we want to choose and I'm going to tell you mamas and daddies don't have a say in the kids marriage anymore they marry who they want to but in the old days neighbor they had to go through mama and daddy and mama and daddy had to agree before they could take a wife neighbor so they were all the sons of God were taking who they choose. Today, let me say it again, glory to God. They thought we're off all which they chose, things that they chose that got them into trouble. I've never in my lifetime as a Christian seen as many people choosing what they wanted to do. I'd like to tell you something, not bragging, not complaining, but I was in a home prayer meeting up at Ivan Payne's house in a, where two petitions had been took out of a little house, and there was three little rooms about this wide and they took the petitions out and we had sometimes 30 and 40 in the home prayer meeting. We had a home a service and anointing power of God and the power of God come down and God spoke to me you need I got out of church I, I've been in church but I was going here and I was going yonder and God said you need to join Mount Vernon Church oh my heart broke I was having a ball where I was at. My heart broke as I was at that altar and they were anointing. Amen. And God showed me a little plaque. It's probably in the back now. A little plaque about that big around that Bob Adams had brought back from Israel. I saw that and God showed me as plain as I'm standing before you today that I would be Sunday school superintendent. I was a deacon in the other church when I stood up and told the church, I said, I'll be coming as a deacon if you want me this way. And if you don't, it's all right. But God told me to come this way. The people voted me in and I ended up Sunday school superintendent. The next week Satan had split the church up. The church was having problems. The deacons were getting old. Amen. And we didn't have a pastor and things was hurting. Things were hurting. Roman flipping was our pastor.
master and a new man. God said, go help. Go help that man. He's new. Amen. And I obeyed. I never knew I would pastor. But let me tell you what I'm telling you today. Too many choose where they're going to go when the salary is raised, when they'll give you a bigger check and they'll take care of you here and give you a house to live in. Honey, we've chose what man wants us to have. Bless God, I come without a check or without a payday. Amen. And God has blessed. One told me uh, this week, said, you ain't the only one uh, that's got that uh, doctrine. And I said, I know I'm not the only one. But they don't know uh, the bottom line of what God has called us to do. They don't have a bottom line what God has called you to do. You know exactly what God has called you to do. Don't grow weary in well doing. Don't faint. Glory to God before the promises of God begin to show up. I can tell you, honey, I've been at the bottom of the barrel. There wasn't no oil. There wasn't no meal. They didn't look like there's any way to go. But eventually, God came through, honey, and the cup is running over this morning. I know what God wants me to do. I said, God, I can't continue. I can't talk. I can't inquire. I can't inquire it, Janet. I holler to youngins. They walk off just like I ain't said nothing. He said, continue. Continue till I tell you when to get out of the way. I ain't here to please man. I ain't here to marry it. And to choose up what man wants me to do, I'm here to finish what God sent me to do. Amen. And God will bless in a mighty way. God will take care of our every need if we'll only. I ain't about 16 here. My voice changed. <laughs> Amen. My voice just changing. I'm growing up. Matthew, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? When your voice changes, it squeals and then it comes up. Amen. I went through that one time and here I, I am again. And I believe the Canaanites, amen, they come in and the pretty daughters. I'm going to tell you, beauty will catch your eye. A shiny car will catch your eye. But it may not have a motor in it. Hello? You're looking at the outside. Sometimes beauty don't pay off. That's why the divorce rate is out of sight. Mom and daddy's give them a home to live in. Bought them a new car, sent them to college, and they're doing good. They married, have a younger of their own. My Lord and my God, what do I do with this young I was somewhere the other day, I said, Cracker Barrel, that's where I was at. I love food. <laughs> and they, they passed that baby. I seen them pass it through six hands. I just about ready to hold my hand up. Say, when's my turn? I've done this before too. Amen. They pass that little baby here and pass that little baby yonder. Amen. Mama needs to get that little baby. Amen. And take it home. And take care of that baby. Amen. Show it how to cook. Anybody can eat it. Cracker barrel. But they can't anybody cook a meal. Hello. How soon we forget. How soon 
we forget. And he went on and he said, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man. Strive is to fight. I've heard your testimonies. Some of you thought you would die. Larry Johnson's give his continuously, and I love it. How God dealt with him, and he fought, and he's afraid. He's going to die because the Spirit of God was striving with him. That's been 20 years ago. And I thought, the Spirit ain't striving with man like it used to. The Spirit would speak to you. The Spirit, even after I saved, wallered me. The Spirit kept me awake. The Spirit strived with me to keep me in His will. But the Spirit ain't there like it used to be. Why? Because He said, My Spirit won't always strive with man. For thee, he is also flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. And he said there were giants in the earth in those days. And also, after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. The same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw, fifth verse, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every, is that today, church? We're marrying who we choose. We're moving to where we want to go. We go to the church that we want to go to. If this thing gets too hard and you don't believe the doctrine, you mow down the road or up the road. You won't fight the battle. Amen. See, I'm glad God speaks to our heart. And he said, God saw that wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. He wasn't just having a bad thought once in a while. I'm going to tell you, every one of us, I do. I have a, a backflash or, or a bad thought every now and then, and, and God gives me grace and time to get it out of my mind and to clear my head. But it said there, they was continuously evil. Every, every imagination of their heart was evil. My friend, if I know anything, and I've not watched very little TV in several weeks, but my friend, if the imagination of man's hearts ain't continuously evil, how we can make another dollar, get out another film to make top rank, amen, so that we can live high, we can do drugs, and they're totally unhappy because they've done their choice. They ain't done the choice of God. Hollywood ain't happy. They might paint a pretty picture, but Hollywood ain't happy. I'm going to tell you, many of the football stars and basketball stars ain't happy. 
Money don't make you happy. You may have chose your sport and went after it. You may drive a race car that's won every race. But I'm going to tell you something. Honey, there's so many that's not happy because they have chose to do this. Money has led us in many different directions. Let me jump down to Deuteronomy 7. Deuteronomy 7. We were in exactly the place that this was before the flood. Deuteronomy 7 in the second verse. And when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor show mercy upon them. When God gives you victory over a land, amen, and I've wondered uh, many times why the children and all had to die. My friend, when the evil comes on them and God turns them over and he gives them to be destroyed to the Israelites and they don't destroy them, neighbor, he comes back. We can look over in the book, I believe it's Judges, where uh, uh, Ai, and he took the the wedge of gold and hid under his tent and they were losing of the battle. Neighbor, if we don't destroy everything that God saved us from, I don't see any point in a preacher having wild liquor sitting in his house. Amen. I don't see why any deacon would need a, a reserve of beer in his basement. That's why we're losing the battle. We've got little go-tos sitting back here. If this fails, I'll go to that. I talked to a boy uh, yesterday, and, and I said it breaks my heart that, that we can have funeral services at a bar. Used to, this was unheard of. He said, he said it wasn't a funeral service. He said it's a memorial. The Bible teaches us if we ain't careful, amen, we go back to the ungodly and they'll take care of us. Yeah. Sometimes us that's godly don't help take care. I thought a boy I was raised with, raised up, he's two or three years younger than me, military. There he lays on a, a bed down low. And one time weighed around 240, 250. I'm talking about a man. Probably don't weigh what I weigh now. Amen. Booed up, crawled up. The bed, the room beside of him said he just sleeps all the time. Sedated. Today you can lift 100 pounds. Tomorrow, if you don't continue and you get out of God's will, you may not be able to lift your hand. Amen. We need to know where we're at today. It's a very, very fine line to serve God and get back in the world. A very fine line. All it took was one murder for Cain. Amen. And then all the generations of the Cainites, 
amen, that come up, ended up evil and was taking the sons of God and they were so pretty and the sons of God were drawn to them like a magnet, amen, and they went to them and evil come to their house, evil come to their place. The Bible said they were giants and when these giants, amen, married these pretty daughters, they continued to be giants and what does giants do? He walks over midgets. He walks over little people. I preached a message one time on little people. God loves little people. Amen. People that ain't exalted. People that can't take your Oh, glory to God. People that sickly can't do nothing for themselves. Then they get down and begin to beg on God. God, come into my life. Take care of me. I was a little man when I was hanging around the commode. Amen. With nothing but undershorts on. I was a little man. And Jesus loved me enough to save my soul and put me back on my feet. I need to stay a little man, not get above that that God wants me to to be. Hallelujah. America's exalted. America thinks they can't fall. America's teaching of the church that you can't fall. You'll get out of the wheel. You'll drink a little, commit fornication and adultery, but you won't go to hell. God will take you back. He may not Honey, if you repent, he probably will. But he may not. You may die in your sins and the way a tree falls. That's how it's going to be. I've never seen such a rotten mess of doctrine that's going on today. Amen. And he said in the third verse of the seventh chapter of Deuteronomy, Neither shall thou make marriages with them, thy daughters thou shalt not give unto the son, nor his daughters shall thou take unto the son, for they will turn away thy son. Listen to this fourth verse. For they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you and destroy thee suddenly. But thus shall you deal with them. You shall destroy their altars, break down their images, and cut down their groves, and burn their graven images with fire. That's the word of Almighty God. For thou art a holy people, six first, unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto him. Neighbor, I'm going to tell you something. You're special. Cain was special till he walked away from God. Walked away from God. People unto him above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not send his love upon you. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you because you were more in number or because you are somebody than any people, for you were the fewest of all the people. But he loved them. God chose a beat-down nation, amen, to be his people. I'm glad for the word of God. Galatians 5. 
I know I'm scattered, but I'm sticking with it. Galatians 5. Fifteenth verse of Galatians 5. But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. I thought about Cain and Abel. It didn't just quit when Cain died. The Canaanite daughters married into the Sithnites and took away the man's heart. The sons of God, it took away their heart. I know this is under the law. And we can look at Solomon and the things that happened. And this I say then, walk in the Spirit. It's so important today to walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And he said, 17, for the flesh lusteth. This is that warfare that every child of God goes through. He said, for the flesh lusteth against the Spirit. My flesh don't want to serve God. My flesh wants to give up. My flesh wants to sleep in. My flesh don't want to destroy the beliefs of the devil. He said many antichrists, many false prophets will rise. And he said they're already here. They're already here. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. I'm glad today that I'm not under the law. I'm glad for the grace of Almighty God. Let me go back. To Genesis, neighbors, this thing is real today. In the sixth verse, in the sixth chapter of Genesis, he said, And it repented the Lord that he made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Hmm. Do you think the Lord's grieved today? From Genesis. Uh, maybe to Christ, something like 4,000 years. Here we are, what, 2000, 2023 years since Christ. Over 2,000 years, over 6,000 years, and his heart was grieved. I believe today the American church is grieving God. And it repented the Lord that he made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the air, for he repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of of the Lord. How about it, Noah? Where's our Noah? Found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Wave at me, Noah. Amen. Found grace in the eyes of the Lord. 
I'm glad that Noah is still finding grace in the eyes of the Lord. God said, I'll destroy it. He said, I'll destroy every man, everything on the earth, even the birds and the animals. And we think about it. I don't see any harm in the, in, in the birds, but God's heart was grieved. And I tell you, they make fun of the rainbow. But God said, I'll not destroy it by the flood anymore. So the gays in the White House make fun of the rainbow. And I'm sure when the fire comes to the White House, they're going to call 911. God's heart's been so grieved with American White House that it's only America. Somebody out there found grace with God. Somebody got a prayer through. I beg God for some things this week, and I've seen some things happen. I've seen some things happen. I praise God's holy name for it. God's heart's grieved, and he's not going to keep putting up with it. If American that says they are Christians, children of God, there wouldn't be a place to say it. We'd be jammed in, pushed in on each other. There's no fear of God. We're going to go do what we want to do. That's what I'm preaching on. The sons of God chose the daughters that God said to leave alone. They chose the daughters of sin. They chose the daughters of the Canaanites. They chose the daughters that wasn't in God's will. I'm going to read this right here is where I, where I was reading when I went to all of this. Matthew 24. And I've read, I try to read Matthew 24 and preach out of it pretty often. I love Matthew 24. And I was reading in it. And I come across this. There's still a mystery out there. 24th chapter of Matthew. And the 36th verse. <coughs> 36th verse. We read three or four verses. He said, But of the day and the hour knoweth no man. This is all Jesus writing. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So Jesus don't even know. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. As the days of Noah was. I'd have to find it. It's in First Peter. But he says that Jesus, and you go look it up. But he said Jesus went into the center of the earth. And he said those that were disobedient in Noah's time, when Noah was building the ark, when Jesus was in the ground, he wasn't resting after he died. He went into the earth and he preached to those that were disobedient. 
while Noah was building the ark. He gave them a little touch of grace that they could come to Jesus if they wanted to. He preached to them. Y'all have read that. I know. What a great Jesus we got that's give us change after change after change. But he said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. So those, those people standing outside the ark didn't know grace. But we people that he's preaching about in Matthew, we know grace. We know mercy. We know forgiveness. We've had the New Testament. We've had the gifts. Let me fix that. The gifts of Almighty God. Amen. Salvation, the first. And then more grace and faith and, and gifts and gifts and knowledge. Oh, my Lord, what God has done for us. But he said, as in the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. 38th verse, he said, for as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And the 39th verse, and this is where we fall short. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. They were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage as Noah built the ark 120 years a hammering and a singing and discouragement and doubting and I'm sure Satan fighting against him but he continued them laughing at him why are you building an ark why are you building a boat they asked me why do you have to go to church every Sunday I'm made on a snake I've got to come it takes everything in me to keep Bill under subjection to God even as an old man, he wants to raise up and fight back against the Spirit of God. Think where we're at today. We want our way. We want it the way that we choose. We want everything fixed like we want it. Honey, these hurts. I'm going to tell you, Noah, glory to God, because he obeyed God, he withdrew. The Bible said he endured to the end. Amen. He, it says in the 13th chapter, Matthew 24, he that endureth to the end. He didn't build one side of the ship and quit. Amen. Water would have come in. He built the whole ark. He finished it. He pitched it within, and he pitched it without. The old man's bound to bend a gift totally out. I believe the Bible said he is like 600 years old. Whew. I can't imagine 520 more years what I'd feel like. But think about, think about, he said, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, 
so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Why Jesus went in to the center of the earth and preached to those because they didn't know. He went to the center of the earth and preached to those that were outside when Noah was building the ark. Now they know. They can choose to serve God or they can go on. There's a lot of controversy could be brought in this message. Y'all do what you want to with it. Choose what part of it you want. Fix it, change it, do what you want to with it. But I'll give it to you like God has given it to me. And he said, they shall, they shall too be in the field and one shall be taken and the other left. That's going to be, I remember a devout Christian was wondering why uh, winter time and said, pray that it wouldn't be in the winter time. It's hot down in the desert of Judea and once in a while it snows in Jerusalem up on top of the mountain. Amen. So it would be hard to carry a baby from a time that they were thinking they wasn't riding in Cadillacs. Amen. They was riding donkeys and carrying babies. So that's what the Word of God is saying. I'm going to read to you back in Genesis. Janet, don't you tell me this has been too long. Genesis, Genesis 7. Genesis 7 and the 15th verse. I won't get this across. And they went in unto Noah, unto the ark, two and two, of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they that went in, went in male and female, of all flesh, as God had commanded him. And the Lord shut him in. That's 16th verse of the 7th chapter. And the Lord shut him in. I thought, the Bible don't say this, and I don't know this. But I can see in my mind of imagination it's has done a little building in my time. The door laid out as a ramp. That didn't have electric winches. And to hold up an elephant and a whale, it wasn't light. I've even thought it a few times, how'd that fish walk up that ramp? I don't know, but it got in. But I thought about that ramp. Noah had built that ark. Terry agreed with me. Noah had built that ark, but he couldn't lift the door. It was too heavy for him to lift the door. Man can't shut you out. Man can't shut the door. But I can see that, and and I don't know about this, but I can see cables run down and maybe some weights, I don't know, that might have helped lift the door. But God reached down and closed the door. When God closed the door, 
I don't care who your parents are. If you're a Baptist, Methodist, wholeness, if you've rejected God, hell's your home. You're going to drown. He said everything that was left, when God destroyed the earth, eight people were saved. All the kids of those people that were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage were destroyed. All of the kids, all of their substance, all of their animals, it all went away. We'll go to Matthew 25, and I'll quit. I promise you I'll quit. But we'll go to Matthew 25, and we had five slothful virgins. And five, they filled around lamps with oil. Some of you people have got a lamp. Some of you have lit your lamp when the power was out. I remember my grandpa Golden. I don't remember remembering my grandpa's probably not having power. And there, they had a store. I do remember the oil tank about that big square that you wound with a crank and they'd get a gallon of oil to go back to put in their oil lamps. But I remember just shortly after dark, Grandpa Golden would blow out the lamp to save that oil. It was hard to come by. Could not impossible to light his lamp without oil. The wick would, if it smoked, it would crisp over and not soak the oil, and it would not burn. And he said, when the bridegroom hollered, they raised up, trimmed their wicks. They had the Spirit of God. They had oil. They lit their lamps and went into the wedding. But those said, I'll get mine tomorrow. I don't have to go to church today. I'll wait till tomorrow. Their oil had burned out. They probably went to sleep with their lamp burning. There the wick was as hard as a brick. And no oil in their lamp. Can you imagine the excitement? The wedding. The bridegroom is coming. The bride. We're the bride. We got to get to that wedding. And they rolled out of bed as before. They trimmed their lamps, but there wasn't no spirit. And there wasn't no oil. And they said, give us of your oil. Today, there's not a one of you. You can lift me up. You can help me. But you can't give me of your spirit. you got just enough for you. I've got to get my own. You can help me get there. And they said, we don't have enough for you. Go to them and sell and buy oil. And while there's gone, the bridegroom came. And the Bible said, the door was shut. The door was shut. 
They'll teach you today that God won't shut off the door. But I'm going to tell you, will you? I've talked with them with a reprobate mind. I've talked with them that have said and read the Word of God. I've talked with them, looked them dead in the eye with evil spirits in their body. It's not content with anything. Neighbor, when God shuts the door, that's it. That's it. It's scary today. I believe there's coming a time. It plainly says in Revelations, and it says in Matthew 24, till all flesh will hear the word of God. I really don't know anybody. I know some that's rejected it. I know some that's making excuses. It makes me matter and fire. They can hit me on the head. Wouldn't make me as mad as when my, my young and don't know. They won't understand. They won't sit quiet. There's probably 25 young ones in here today that's under six years old. Listen to how quiet they are. They know what's going on. Mom and Daddy needs one life out loud, didn't they? But think about it. Seriously, think about it. I can remember some things when I was five or six. They got to learn discipline in school. Why not in church? If they're going to do it anywhere, it ought to be in church. In the third grade, I've told this year, in the third grade, I really learned discipline. Michelle had no pity on me. She stood me in a trash can with my nose in the corner and stood through one old class. I learned some discipline. I didn't do that no more. In front of the whole class, third grade, standing my nose in the corner in a trash can. That's about as low as you go in it. I wasn't a part of the class. It's a wonder she hadn't stuck cotton in my ears till I couldn't hear what was going on. What if God starts to discipline us? I'm preaching on the sons of God chose the world. They chose the Canaanites because it was pretty. I called a lady cuts my hair. I called her. She said, I can't cut your hair. I'm at Myrtle Beach. I said, Lord God, what are you doing? Where are you making all this money to go to Myrtle Beach? She said, I'll get you Monday. She didn't want to talk to me. I'll get you Monday. Amen. Because it's shopping. It's freedom. And we do what we want to do. I remember a deacon in Raleigh tried to get me to go to the topless bar. I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to. Help me, 
I thought, boy, I'd like to go, but I'm going to stay here in the motel. Amen. I was down there two weeks in school. Mm. I'd be afraid there's one of them Canaanites down there to get hold of me. Let me stand if you will. The sons of God can be taken down a wrong road, neighbor. As it was in the days of Noah, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage. I done a wedding, and it's probably been two, three years ago. I don't even know. But we've never charged a penny to have a wedding at church. And we had an old cow barn. And I asked, I know the lady owned the place, I asked her $3,500 to rent an old cow barn. If I had a barn, I'd turn it into one of them. You can't make that off of cows. But think, think about it. But we don't want to get married in the house of God. Because we probably ain't going to stay together that way. I've meddled enough, ain't I? What is it? 368. If you can recognize the door can be shut on you, the altar's open. The altar's open. The altar's open. Come on, that's the Lord. Let's give it. Let's just give it all to the Lord. I won't embarrass you. I won't embarrass you. Come on. There's needs in our life. There's need in our church. Nothing can for sin atone. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Lord of good that I have done. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood. Come on. The Lord's begging you. 